All right, guys. Well, welcome and welcome, Anna and Valentin. And welcome, Hi. guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode 36 of Ask the Experts with Alka. And I have amazing, amazing friends here on today. And, you know, this show is all about entrepreneurs and how entrepreneurs are truly making a difference. So I have people coming on from every walk of life, from, uh, you know, dancers that I'm going to be speaking to today, uh, to mindset coach, to health and fitness coach, to real estate, realtors on. So this show is like jam-packed with so many people, um, entrepreneurs that are making a difference, that are making a difference today and how you can truly be inspired. So today, I have my good friends, Anna and Valentin. They are professional dancers. Now, I'm going to talk to them about their background. But before we get started, let me, first of all, welcome you all to the show. And how did my journey, how did my podcast journey start, first of all? Well, it truly started. I mean, the core of my being is, you know, on is empowerment is empowerment and I ran a successful fitness studio here in Toronto for the past six years and I empowered my clients not just physically to be strong but mentally and that's what it comes down to it comes down to the mental and mental is everything once we focus our mind and I'm going to be talking to Anna and Valentin about your mind about the mindset as pro dancers so that's how my journey got into the podcast to have amazing entrepreneurs on. So this is how the journey started. And today I'm so grateful to be and doing the show. This is episode 36 of Ask the Experts with Alka. So let's get started. So Anna is from Ukraine. She's a multiple Ukraine champion, IDSA world champion, Dancing with the Stars, season two, 2006. Uh, season three, 2007, she's a Russian Dancing with the Stars. So that's the equivalent to Dancing with the Stars that Annie was featured on. She is a professional Blackpool finalist 2014. She's the RS UK Championship winner in 2015 and two times winner with Valentin also 2018 and 2021. Wow, that is amazing. And now Valentin. Valentin is from Russia. He's an amateur vice champion 2012. Valentin succeeded in his native country, um, Russia, and also became the world under 21 Blackpool finalist 2007. He's a WDSF finalist world 2012, 2013. He's a professional RS international championship WDC. Europe 2014 championship semi-finalist 2014 2017 and WDR world show dance finalist 2015 wow you guys you are amazing well thank you we are grateful to have you on the show and so let's talk a little bit about views who don't know you have not heard of you can you share a little bit about your story how did your journey begin and what made you want to dance why why why, why was that the profession that you guys chose so that just well, so that the viewers can get to know you a little bit more yeah um back to our home countries uh dancing is a is a basically part of education for 
all of the kids. And uh, as you know, there is a lot of great, absolutely outstanding dancers came from Ukraine. Uh, they also came from Russia. So in, 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 uh, back in our home countries, uh, dancing goes, um, we don't have, I mean, maybe now we do, but back to our uh, childhood, we didn't have studios. We didn't have dance studios. We had dance clubs and these dance clubs, uh, most of the time were taking um, a place in school, in public schools. So when you were going to the school in the morning, yeah, by, uh, you know, being in school, you already saw how the kids are dancing in that uh, ballroom floors. Mm -hmm. So of course you were, you want or you don't want you already wanted to to try you already yeah. liked it um obviously all the girls were much more mature than i was when i started to dance and of course i was attracted to that they all looked very nice very mature very beautiful charming. costumes <laughs> yes costumes makeup hair mm -hmm. uh you know nails like everything well, what they had it's like was like completely like a barbie yeah and i i was a i was a girl girl so i loved barbies and uh of course i liked all that dresses makeups hair and it's and it's still part of me right either way i'm not gonna do that till till now so yeah since then um it's developed more like not in just uh, being attracted, but being fully drowned, and um, you're just addicted to it. To it, and you just yeah. develop that in a much more. So my passion to to like dresses became to be a part of a little bit to design those dresses, right? So my passion to like makeup become to be uh, became to be a little bit a makeup artist. So um, the dancers are as you were saying, the mental kind of talk about that, the dancers are such a, oh, it's not just a movement by your body, not a physical right. movement. Mm -hmm. it, it's so much, so much so way much more. more. Yeah. So much more, so much more. So you are 24 seven, first of all, in it. If you have, for example, I speak for myself, if you have a new dress, I'm constantly thinking what kind of hairstyle will I have? What kind of makeup will I have? What color of nails will I have? Like, it's not like I'm such a crazy person about that. I'm actually very easy and I don't like makeup in a real, like in a normal life. I don't mm -hmm. put too much, makeup. but overall, this is kind of like takes all of you. It develops you in such a artistic and such a fulfilled person as a dancer. Yeah, so of course I was, I fell in love in dancing when I was eight years old. All my friends, uh, all my school friends were already going into that dance clubs to take dance classes. And uh, of course my mom wanted me to dance. So she brought me first. Um, and yeah, since then there is, there were so much ups and downs. There was times when my mom was 
she couldn't afford dancing, but, um, and she was saying that probably we need to take another path. Yeah, and you need to try something more serious, something more mm -hmm. like, you know, in the future gonna bring you our consistency, uh, money, like career and everything. So she wanted me to be a, a doctor or a lawyer or something like that. Yeah, but that first, um, that first love, what I got into a dancing, uh, took me for forever, and it's still with okay, me. So with the addiction, yeah. like I mean, it does. It can be addictive. It can be addictive once you try it. Once you put your foot into it, it's not like you're just taking a dip, but you just go all in. And that's with anything. You need to go all in, whether it's any kind of business endeavor you want to get into, uh, whether it's you know real estate. Like I got into real estate, I went all in. You can't be half like halfway and then say oh wait a minute it's just not for me yeah either you do it or you don't do it valentine exactly. what was your approach how did you how did dance come for you and um because i can relate as to what that could feel like right parents want some kind of stability get a good job whether like you said lawyer doctor accountant that's really a good job that. and when we were talking about when we went out for dinner um, Valentin, you were saying that your parents did not want you to go and dance. They didn't think that was the job. So then how did you fall in love? Uh, like, uh, like Anna said before, uh, all in uh, our childhood, all, uh, all schools, like uh, uh, public schools have uh, had uh, like some ballroom dance classes. Yeah, and uh, when I was seven, uh, we have like a fitness class and uh, like dance teacher uh, came to our fitness class. And in the beginning of the class, uh, she said, okay, guys, uh, let's try one uh, dance move. And uh, who else, like uh, you, everybody try. And uh, if somebody can do it, then you're welcome to our like ballroom uh, class. Thanks. And I was the only person who did it like so super easy. And I don't like, I like it so much. And uh, I think, okay, I need to go to the dance class mm -hmm. uh, because I just like uh, how easy uh, it was for me uh, to dance. Like I, I can see that all other uh, kids, uh, they really can't do anything. Like at the end, I was the only uh, kid can uh, did the, move, the movement. That's why I was so excited just uh, to go for the, uh, ballroom class and I said to my parents okay uh, tomorrow I go to the ballroom class and they was uh, like a little bit shocked was and uh, after of course uh, because you're a kind of kid everything is good because that's kind of hobby and it's better to kind of do something yeah for the kid like to grow and for mm -hmm. some kind of experience mm -hmm. but then as long as you get to the youth age of course your parents want you to like some stability and also our countries like ukraine and russia is not so stable uh, that's why uh, it's not easy to earn money in this country that's why of course your parents want some stability and they don't think that dancing uh, like hobby for them dancing is a hobby they don't think that art that kind of art can bring some uh money right. that's why of course they try to kind of guide you for how they think is better but of course 
uh, only they think that this is better. You still need to uh, continue uh, whatever you love. And uh, I think that, like you said, if you go full on on uh, something you love, it all always will benefit you. Absolutely. That's why uh, I have no... I have no doubt that uh, dancing is uh, for me from the beginning and uh, till now I I like my choice and I love and uh, dancing brings bring us together. If I will be a doctor, I don't think that I will. Uh, I will be a patient. <laughs> I don't think that I will meet her. What do you mean, the patient? Like, <laughs> oh, very consistent patient. But also, but, like Anna said, dancing is not just a movement. Dancing is a lot more and a lot more. It's like a lot more joy because it's not, uh, you can't stay at one place if you're a dancer. You all the time travels and you travel whole, like all over the world. You meet new people. You talk with new people. You see new countries, see right. new different nationalities. Uh, and that's also like a big part. Then you're you're like like Anna said, you're a dancer, you're a makeup uh, artist, you're a designer. Then you're a manager. Manager. Then you're mentally so, supposed Travel to be travel agent. Uh, you're all supposed to be one. very strong. And then of course, Absolutely, yes, fitness yeah. trainers, and then even the travelers. You know, it's right. so such a big. Uh, variety of, of uh, that is so yeah. good so you're you're beautifully packaged you're beautifully packaged like you are just everything you're just one person you guys but you are just in a beautiful package that you just multitask doing everything so yeah. and yeah. That, right yeah you know it's like usually people uh like uh said okay on the last day of your life can you tell all your regrets? And people say, okay, my first regret that I want to travel, like I want to see the world, I don't see anything. Then the second regret, I want to do like uh, the thing that I love, like the job should be that I want to and I love to. Mm -hmm. And uh, like, and uh, this is like uh, the biggest regrets. And then we have it all yeah. straight away. And I was just going to come back to, I was going to come to that point about regrets and I was going to come to the point and I do want to come to the point of when you love, like you both love dance and how dance found you or you found dance, but you are, you guys are now professionals. You have accomplished so much in your life and you know, we should not have the regrets because that's one thing that, you know, when we go to bed at night is knowing how we accomplished, how we done everything that we set out to do. So I'm coming to the point of when in death, you know, people will often say that when you fail, you got to feel hard, you got to feel fast, but you need to pick yourself up get out of the the mistakes or anything the imperfections now guys do you think that there is imperfection and how do you both learn from the imperfections when it comes to your routines well as 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 valentine said and as i mentioned also there is a lot of ups and downs um we have a competitor life right so we are competing by walking on the floor in the competition floor you are judged 
right? And uh, in our dance world, we are not like in Olympic games where they judging separately a choreography, a difficulty of choreography, our look, artistic part, partnership skills, musicality, uh, and et cetera, et cetera, right? In our dance industry, we are judged all of those in one. So for example, before the final, all of those aspects judged by one mark. So if they do the cross for you, you're going to the next round. So, and in the final, they're already judging you by the place from first till six. So there is a lot of kind of arguments about that, uh, about that fact that we have in our dance industry that it's a little bit unfair because a lot of couples are way more musical. A lot of couples are way more partnership skilled, uh, partnering skilled better. Um, there's oh, mechanics. Mechanics also, a lot of couples are way more stronger uh, who left in a semi-final or quarter-final, for example, compared to the couple who is in the final. So there is um, this imperfection uh, part of a dance world we have to just to accept. And as, as we mentioned, that it's maybe this fact is making us to combine all those uh, professions, all those kind of like different, absolutely different us, in one to develop all of those uh, equally. So for example, if you're not artistic enough, you obviously need to go and to take some, um, some lessons, um, yeah, acting lessons, uh, you need to performance, do, yeah, lessons, performance yeah. lessons. You really need to think about the storyline when you dance, who is who, uh, how, you uh, how you introduce your man, and at that time, you're going to become to be more feminine, more woman. At the same time, vice versa, for the man to always introduce his woman. And at the same time, he will look way more man, way, way more manly. So um, people who doesn't have mechanical skills, that's obviously everyday practice, uh, three, four hours only by walk, walk, walk. So, I mean... Um, that part is uh, the reason probably why, not probably, but this is the reason why we're not getting to Olympic Games. Uh, because as I said, all in combining to one mark, are you going to the next one or you're not? So the people, for example, when you're dancing, if they don't like the dress, there is a lot of situations like that. If you didn't like the dress or the look of a couple, and you dancing musically, choreography is outstanding, you're performing like wow, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the look they didn't like, they don't mark you, right? Yeah, it's so, come to the point that is so when, unfair. Uh, yeah. the judge, well, the judge uh, just judge like or don't like. Yeah, he like based you. on sympathy. They he don't like, you. they do like, they, so yeah, this, this part is, is uh, as I said, making us even more tougher. Mm -hmm. and uh, making us to learn to learn a lot making us to analyze every single um performance yeah competition or show you're watching the videos and you're analyzing and you're very critical to yourself and and you want to develop you want to get better and better and better and better and better and at some point it's very it's such a small little things that um mm -hmm. it, it's it's actually the the most difficult ones 
But in this kind of development and in this kind of lessons that you learn from each competition, mm -hmm. the main goal not to lose the love for dance. Yes, because right. as long as you kind of failed or don't get the result, sometimes uh, you get the right result. For example, mm -hmm. you want to be final and you're in the final, but then one couple just beat you in this final right. that you don't think that they should and then everything is kind of for you is failed for everybody else maybe it's like amazing but for you everything is not there it's like you are still kind of failed that's why from all this lesson from all this competition the main thing is not to go too deep inside each of us yeah mm -hmm. the main goal is continue to do what we love because we love to dance, we love to dance together. That's the whole uh, That's understanding the whole. of the couple. Yeah, if you lose that, and you will go only okay. I need the result. I need this and this. this you've and lost this the whole focus. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because Th then we, you've lost. Yeah. At, yeah. At at first we start to dance not because we want to be first, because we just love to dance. That's the whole point of it. We not when I first come to the warm class, I don't know about competition at all. I go there only because I just you're attracted. Yeah. Yes, to dance. And the, mm. I'm the same. That's why the main goal is to continue to love what you do and love yourself. Yeah. Exactly. In the process and love the moment. I mean, you know, there are many times like people, uh, whether it's dance, whether it's any kind of art form, um, whether it's modeling any kind of art business profession people miss out and it's unfortunate because it's, it's our mind it's how people are you know brought up perhaps that you know or oh, I should win or, or if, if you are an athlete for example as well that oh I need to win this game if you go into that mentality that I need to win I need to win you've lost you've lost the whole concept because I find, and I'm finding now as well, I mean, I'm very competitive. I I put a lot of expectations on myself as well. But now I've come to realize that it doesn't matter what I'm doing. If I'm not enjoying the moment, because that is say you enjoy the present moment, which is a gift. If you're not enjoying that, you've, in, you've misunderstood everything. So I agree. You need to understand, you need to enjoy one another, enjoy the dance, and enjoy the moments that come with it, whether you win or you don't. Yes. For sure. And also in the ballroom dancing, it's a little bit different because we have a couple, yeah? Mm. And I can focus on myself. She can focus on herself, right. yeah? But it's not going to uh, work because what we need to do, we need to focus on our couple. Exactly. Yeah? Because mm -hmm. I can be okay, I can be okay. I need to win, I need to win. But I'm not 100%. I'm still only 50. Yeah, that's why as long as you continue, of course you want to win, of course you want to be a better result, but as that's long as you sure. continue, yeah. to just do what you love and show this. This is us, we love to dance, and that's how you do it. Then you have option, all the judges have option. You can like it, you can don't like it. That's not right. our job. Our mm -hmm. job to perform the best from us, and that's what we do, that's all. Exactly. And dance is very political. And like you said, 
you know, judges, the moment that dances, you come on onto the dance floor. And I know Blackpool. Blackpool is the biggest award competition there is. I've only been to Blackpool once, but I know from what I know of Blackpool, and when I see, whether it's on television or live just that one time, there were amazing dancers from all over the world. And I'm thinking to myself, if how do the judges, how do they know, how did they pick who is going to be the winner when they're amazing dancers? So how do judges, I mean, it can be very political too. Judges, do you think that they have already preset in their mind as to who's going to win? I was always very curious to know this. Like, how do the judges know who's going to win? Very tricky question. Uh, you're putting us in, in a very um, <laughs> tricky position. Um, I think it's better to ask, of course, people who are judging those levels uh, of couples uh, because they, they obviously know better, of course, what they judge, how they see us, what they look for. Um, and... I mean, I personally do not judge. Uh, I don't want to judge competitions. Of course, I had an experience of judging small competitions, of judging couples and, and dancers and etc. Yeah. But I really did not like it um, because I just know how hard is that. And I know that you are going on that floor and even though you don't think about the result, Right. Uh, you still do that for the result, right? Because mm -hmm. we are competing. Right. So there is only one winner always. And of course, uh, again, based on, on our kind of um, lifestyle, we are doing that full on every day we're practicing and we're putting all our health, uh, all our us, all our time, all, mm -hmm. all everything, sweat, tears, laugh, like oh, everything. definitely. So, yes. of course, you're going on the floor, and and and, and I am as a judge, and I'm, I'm standing and thinking, like, oh, my God, like, right now, I'm, like, basically, I'm going to ruin someone's life, yes, and and what if I do that wrong, and, and et cetera. Mm -hmm. So, there was a lot of competitions when I thought it's the end of my life, like, you know, it's, like, the end of the world, of course, after like, I don't know, one hour, two hours after night, I woke up and I understood that, you know, whatever, I need to move on. I need to learn from that and it's all going to be fine and I will be even better from that. Um, but at the moment when you're not getting the result, what you really desire and worked for, it's, it's, it, you think it's the end of the world. It's silly, but you think so. But so that's why it's very hard to say what they're judging, how they're judging, of course, we have our kind of thoughts about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think um, I think it will be way way more correct to let them answer that. So if you have any any interview with any judges, <laughs> yes, uh, ask them. Yes. Who do you and, think I should get? Listen, and we're gonna learn. Yeah. The only suggestion for the judges, especially the judges. The judges who uh, were the dancers before, because we have a lot of judges who mm -hmm. never dance, they just judge, or whose dancing career was not so kind of big. They high level, yeah. High level. But for all the high level judges who whose dance career was like big, they don't need to forget that on some point there was a dancers, and they on some dancers. point 
some judges judge them. Yeah, they don't they don't need some to uh, forget that moment because it's very easy to forget and come to the point. Okay, now I'm the judge. Absolutely. Still, at mm -hmm. the end, you are still here. Yeah. Yeah. So tricky questions. Tricky. <laughs> Took a question, but thanks for answering the question as much as you could. But now I want to talk about um, when it comes to the skills that's required, because whether as dancers that you guys are pro dancers, dancing and business is the same, it's a transferable skill. So how do you both, how do you both when it comes to the practicing, because you know, as in business, whether you are a startup, you are required, it's a skill, it's your mindset that goes in, it's a discipline. And Anna, you you both, you touched on that, it's a discipline, it's your mindset that goes into, you know, there's hours, countless hours that you are preparing. So dancing and business is a skill that is required. So what is your, what are your principles that makes you phenomenal in your craft? What are your principles that you set? Well, if you're talking about the business, we are teaching a lot of kids. We're teaching a lot of students, different levels, different ages. And our main rule uh, by teaching them, it's to make from us an example of how it's supposed to be. So we never ask, uh, we never ask our student to do anything what we don't do. So for example, if we are pushing them to practice every day or to practice as more as possible, it's only because we are doing that ourselves. Yeah. If we asking them to to look for a diet, to look for, um, you know, from some extra fitness, extra stretch, extra uh, ballet, choreography, etc., uh, etc. Et Everything that extra. Yeah, uh, it's only because we are doing so with ourselves, with our but, careers. But also, very important moment. Yeah, we can push them to do mm. whatever we kind of uh, thing that is better to develop them. But on other hand, we always try to develop each individual because uh, we don't want them to look like us, you know, like dancers. That's the whole thing that we try to develop their- Individuality. Uh, yes, personal skill to the highest. That's why we always give them options. Right. We don't want to show, look, this is how I do it just now copy. Yeah, that's not right. right yeah? Because mm -hmm. that's how I feel. She can feel different. No, no, no. And you can feel different. That's mm -hmm. why you need to develop, like you, Alka, you need to develop whatever you are good on. Yeah, I can be good right. in a speed, but you can be good in a stretch. That's you need to develop stretch because you feel it better. Or you can be a little bit more musical than I am. And I will go for speed. That's why I will kind of, we will try to develop each individual what they are yeah, and always give them the options to develop themselves. Of course, it's not easy because for them, like kids or like uh, students, for them, of course, easier to just copy, you know? Right. Uh, copycats is always easier. And a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of even businesses just copy other businesses and also, also not bad kind of, and also successful. But 
that's not our kind of uh, way. We always try to develop each of our students in their way. Well, that's and, true. Uh, yeah. yeah, and like like uh, our like we are dance couple. Our main thing uh, that we try to push ourselves to the perfection, and as long as we feel that this is perfection, that's the moment when we should do everything not perfect yeah you know first you need to understand what is perfect so then do opposite hmm. right. learn, learn the rules forget the rules yeah, yeah. kind of you know kind of That's yeah develop uh, your yourself like your abilities your individualities yeah exactly because everyone yeah in dancing is very important to be uh, a, a in, individual like person be remembered right because at the end of the day we are quite the same yeah um i mean girls are girls very fit very beautifully uh men very are men. feminine yes um so so we have to go with our own style with some signatures Characters. um characterizations yeah so like all of those is is, is um uh, is what Valentin was saying. I was saying a little bit about different things, um, meaning that uh, we always trying to set up an example uh, for our students, yeah? Not to learn, not to teach them the way we dance, but to set up an example of right. how to practice, how to, uh, to get that uh, result or success or another level and et cetera, et cetera. So, that is what I meant, Valentin. Um, uh, he was talking about more uh, to develop an individuals. Yeah, and that is actually the, the most, the coolest part, to be honest. Um, because when you're dancing yourself, it's a one thing. Uh, but when you are like seeing and, and like, you know, like a Play-Doh, you're right. creating those things. Like you're molding, those, you're molding. Yeah. Mm. Yes, especially when there are kids coming to you like at the age of eight, nine, and then you seeing them growing and now they 17, 18, and you can see how they developed into a little woman, oh. uh, into a little man and, and from a little baby, cute little baby. Um, yeah, that's, that is another part of, of, uh, of, of great dancing uh, industry. That is amazing because yeah. that's going to give you both a lot of satisfaction and a lot of gratification knowing that your students, when they came in, when they were like five, six, I think, I believe in your countries, you start with the age of five, six, and then to see them uh, transitioning to really become really, you know, good dancers. And now then to see your students, that's going to give you a lot of satisfaction and so that's amazing what you're doing. And I absolutely love it. But I do, I, I love that, you know, because all the kids, they all have the individual personalities. You can't, one cannot be the same as the other because they're all going to be different boys and girls. So they all have their amazing personalities. I love that. But now I want to talk about, just switch gears, about the both of you. Now, when couples come together, how do you find, how do couples find each other? I was always very curious about that too. How do you find couples? How do you, 
what is the process? How do couples like how do you how did you both meet? How do people find one another? And how there's got to be also in business, like when you start when you're a startup, you got to uh, you know it's built on your reputation. You got to have a great reputation. It's your branding. But then most importantly, business relies on trust. So so it's a two-edged question I want to ask you both. How do partners find one another? What is that process? What does it look like? And the trust element. So if you could both, one of you just answer those two questions. How do you develop trust? Oh, uh <laughs> How we develop trust. Um, actually, in our partnership, it took a while, uh, not because we didn't want to, but because um, it's not yeah. easy. Right? It's not easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you, it's two different people, you know. Yeah. Right. Um, Valentin, before me, he was dancing with a, another partner for almost 15 years, right? So he basically grew up yeah side by side with that uh, with that partner i also had uh, a five six years of a partnership before valentine so when it's like a little families right you have your own kind of inside um politics or how i can say that to to explain so when we met each other when we start to dance, of course, um, it's absolutely new, right? So you mm -hmm. have to kind of like, you know, find your own that. inside the keys. Yes, you have to build up those little keywords, little keys, something like. So, yeah, it took us a while. And uh, especially for the girl, I found that is one of the um, one of the gifts yeah, if you have it, if you developed it, and if you really worked on it, and if the man gives you that trust, because for the woman in general, it's very important to feel safe, right? Safe, yeah. To feel secure, uh, to know that uh, you have a strong shoulder to lean on, yes, and um, uh, most of the time in the dance industry, the man is kind of like, yeah, I'm brave, I'm good. But if something happens, yeah, I'm no, yeah, exactly, no man. So um, that's why our most of the women are insecure because, yeah, the situations like that in life and in the dance industry, especially, happens a lot. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I did not have partners before that that I had to that I had the chance to really relate on to really you know to relax myself and to to just to enjoy just to be myself just to be a woman finally not like a you know a fighter um, yeah. so yeah it took me a while to finally un uh, understand that I I have that man finally and I can you know I can relax. And for Valentine, it was a very hard time to keep trying to prove me that. And, and at some point, of course, he's like, I'm already tired to, 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 to prove you that you can relax, you can enjoy. You can yeah, breathe. For, because for the man, yeah. also for the man, it's like, as for the woman, the trust is very uh, important. For the man is also because it's like, right. if you're trying to show uh, you're responsible, but then the other, uh, like your partner, don't want to take it. 
yeah it's very difficult yeah it's like um we uh we have like a roles i have my role let's like i'm a leader yeah let yeah. give me uh to lead you and you are kind of the follower that's just follow you know not that you can't be strong you also can be strong but still continue to follow uh yeah. by give me the chance to be me you know because it's also very difficult uh always to try to prove yourself mm-hmm. yeah that's why on some point we just uh finally understand that uh i will be a leader she will be a follower and still she will be a strong follow and i will be a strong or like not soft leader but kind of more adjustable leader you know uh, on her i will lead her more uh how she want but we but she will give me this opportunity to feel myself you know yeah i will allow myself to follow that is the, the that is the case um and this is not a bad thing yeah absolutely yeah she's a follower it's like in the dancing of course in a business maybe it will be a little bit different but maybe also kind of the same yeah uh, as long as you have two strong uh, personalities you just need to find the balance you can't be 100 strong 100 strong then it's over too is, much exactly yeah? And, you know, also uh, what you made, you made a good point, Valentin, is that, you know, you two people, uh, like you both found each other, but if you're both strong, but, you know, I find that, you know, you need to have a balance, there needs to be a balance, that you both can be strong. And when there is antagonistic, that antagonism, you both might have experienced in your past relationships, when there is that antagonistic, that happens, then that creativity is gone, that flow is gone, then that whole partnership kind of dissolves. And so I appreciate that point, Valentin, that you made, because you can, two people can be strong, but one of the other needs to find that balance to say, okay, let's make this work. Let's make this partnership work. But the point comes down to, do you want to make it work? And if you do, then it it can last. Yeah, of course. Yeah, there is a, the, the most important thing, what we understood that we are a team. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the team, there is no such a, uh, one is the boss and the rest are following. No, right. there is always um, a back and forth. Yeah, sometimes I'm leading, he's just following. And most of the time he's leading and I'm more than happy to follow. You know what I'm saying? So. There is always a, a, a game of 50-50 or even though it's 100-100, but we are playing that as like, um, you know. Like you're just weighing the scales, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So that is the about the partnering. Mm-hmm. How you find each other in a search way, uh, well, that is the one of the complications and... Um, I was, I'm always joking, I'm making a joke about that, that uh, uh, that's why uh, dancers are married, because uh, to find find a good partner, to find a good husband or wife, right, for the rest of your life, it it, it is a a It's a partnership, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. is a mission. So um, 
that's why when when uh dancers are starting to dance and everything goes well better go get married fast <laughs> so you can, you can stick lock, together lock it. yes i mean it's not a war or quarant um um it doesn't tell you that it's gonna stay forever of course because you know life is life but mm -hmm. this is a joke of course um we knew each other for for very long uh, from far. So I knew who is Valentin Voronov. Uh, he's he was extremely famous um, back in his country. Um, I have been danced uh, there too. So we never spoke with at, uh, with each other, but we knew each other. Okay. Did you know me? Yes, oh, he knows. He knew me. Uh, <laughs> oh, he so I definitely knew who is Valentin Voronov. Everybody knows who is Valentin Voronov. Um, but we never met because um, we have uh, two organizations, yeah? And he was dancing in one organization and I was dancing in another one. Uh, but then he switched. And when he switched to, to my organization where I was, uh, we met each other at the dance camp, on the dance training camp. Okay. Yes. And then we had um, a little chat with each other. We made jokes and our sense of humor are very much um, like click together. Yeah. We like to laugh at each other. We like laugh at ourselves. So we're, and yeah, I mean, our sense of humor is, is I think, one of the strengths um, what we have together. So we start then to text each other. We start to communicate, you know, like a friend's talking every day. And then, of course, it, it, it became to be more because we really felt the sympathy, um, sympathize. And um, yeah, and then somehow, I guess it's a man to be. So Valentin took a very serious and big step. He moved to Canada uh, to be with me. Of course, we went through a very hard time. And I know that because um, I left my home when I was 18. Um, so at 18, yeah, at 18, you have kind of, again, I'm joking about that, but I'm saying that you, you're fearless. You have no brain whatsoever, meaning like you don't know what is fear, what is like to be alone, what is loneliness, what is like, what what if this or this or this because you're 18 you just came right. came mm -hmm. out of parents house when where everything was prepared for you a bed uh, a meal uh, like everything so right. yeah um since 18 i i was always traveling i was always changing to some other countries our uh, other um you know First, I went from Kharkov, from my own hometown, to Kiev, to the capital of Ukraine. Then I went to Poland. I lived in Poland a little bit. Then I went to Moscow. Then I went to Miami. And then I went to Toronto. So I traveled here and there. Um, so when Valentin came uh, to me, to Canada, uh, I already right away knew that he going to have a hard time because he came to me. He was... Um, 30? 30 years old right so it's kind of a person who already knows uh, who already experienced a lot, lot of things and um, 
yeah, I right away said that we have to go as often as possible back back home for him to see the parents, right? Um, even though he's not a little boy, but still, it it, it is a big part of Important. us. I didn't, mm -hmm. see my, yeah, I didn't see my family once I moved to U.S. for three years, so it was it was difficult difficult time for me too. So yeah, I guess the partnering it's something what as like a marriage if it happens to be if it's meant to be it's meant to be right, right. um how we search we have a lot of websites uh most of the time yes if you're in a high level of dancing or you're quite successful dancer uh people are talking like a radio you know what i'm saying right. so if the couples there's that referral uh, people can refer to each other mm. exactly exactly so you talking to your to your teachers you're saying that you're looking for a partner they are talking to someone else someone else someone else and that is how the you know the world connected especially dance world is quite uh Very small, small community meaning yeah. like everybody mm -hmm. knows each other hmm. yes um so if someone split everybody knows the, ne the next day right. um, especially with social media yeah Especially yeah, nowadays with the social media, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it's even more convenient and even more, yeah, easy to, to search for. That's partner. right. So that's amazing. And uh, thank you for sharing that. So it's negotiation. You need to, you need to negotiate. You need to know, okay, and sit down and, you know, talk to one another. Communication is big. Just like in business, communication. Communication is big. You know, in how you communicate to your clients. Communication, negotiation. So just like in dance partnership, all of that is goes into the mix. Now I want to change gears. I want to talk about what separates average performers to championship level dancers? Um, so first of who wants, first who of wants all, to take that? Uh, first of all, the dedication and the hard work and love. That's, uh, that's three. Uh, first, you need to love what you're doing. That you need yes. to dedicate your love, uh, life for that. And then, of course, you need to work hard for that yeah uh, of course sometimes uh, you can uh, achieve some point of result very fast yeah but it's not about how you achieve this fast it's how long you will stay there yeah hold that's, it, yeah. Hold keep, it, it keep, keep it yeah that's why uh, when you are hard working and you continue to produce a full uh, potential of yourself then of course you will be successful. If on some point you will think, okay, now I get it, now I'm a champion, and then you can you start to kind of be lazy to do like to do whatever you want. This has want. gone to your head. And this of, has gone to your head, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you're a champion. You will slowly, slowly, slowly uh, lose it. That's why um, it's very, very tricky to be a champion when you're a kid. Yeah, because it's a lot of champions uh, in juveniles, in juniors, and youth that can't do anything in amateurs and professional. And the problem of their champion that they already think, okay, I'm, I'm so good that they, they just uh, forget that, okay, you're good, but continue to work hard. Okay. That's the okay. whole idea. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter how talented you are. If you're not working, uh, your talent is nothing. As long as you work hard, yeah, and you're not so talented, 
then of course you still benefit from your work. Yeah, as long as you are talented and work hard, that's of course the hundred percent success. Yeah, but uh, a lot of successful dancing dancers are not so talented. They just continue to work hard and continue to believe in themselves and continue to just be passionate and love whatever they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is a. It's, it's not a secret. It's uh, it's it's, it's what it is. It's, it is what it is ev- everywhere. It doesn't matter. You're a dancer. You're an athlete. You're a fitness. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you're some businessman. It's uh, every everywhere the same. Mm-hmm. It is. And belief is big. Belief in yourself to know that you are. You know, you have the capability, whether you are an amateur, a juvenile who was, you know, a great dancer, but you have that potential. Unless we don't begin to see that, believe in ourselves, that we have the potential to achieve so much more. And a lot of people, Valentin, um, you know, it comes down to people they they have that in their mindset already. They have the mentality, oh, I'm a champion. So once that goes into our mindset, then we slack off. We are, we are not diligent. We are not wanting to perform our best, even though we may know we have the potential, but sometimes it just goes into our head. So I absolutely agree with that, that you know you need to always be working hard to striving for the excellence, to striving for... What as a dancer, as a pro dancer, you, I mean, you you both are consistently practicing. How many hours do you both practice? We practice every day for two, three hours minimum. But this, it's like, okay, we we're all only talking about dance practice because uh, the dance practice every day, two, three hours. Of course, we have some uh, kind of breaks that we don't practice. It's not all the time, seven days a week. Still, uh, as long as you practice, you still need to rest. Yeah, you can't practice every day, every mm-hmm. day, every day, because of course, maybe when you are young, you can do it. But as long as you're already in the age, okay. you still need to also find the balance because yes. uh, you need to find this balance when uh, your muscles are recovery, uh, recovered and not only your muscles, but your head. It's not, it comes to the point when you just need to recover your head just to, to make it uh, clear. clear and uh, on some point empty to put uh, more, more things in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when you're already uh, too much uh, on some, uh, I, I don't know, some subject or some goal, then you are kind of lose this fullness of the world. You, you can't see like, everything you just see only one one small goal but that the goal is always very small you know you achieve this goal and then nothing yeah Mm -hmm. that's why you always need to keep yourself open that's why the rest is very important very important exactly Uh, yeah uh, rest and recovery yeah, uh, we talk about the dance practice but of course we have the fitness practice uh uh, running practice, uh, cardio practice, whatever. It's like, it's so, wow. so much. And then uh, even when we are uh, kind of uh, uh, teaching the kids, we are still practicing because we are still kind of uh, in that environment. Uh, that's why it's uh, whole day practice. It's, it's the whole kind day of, practice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, so I, I absolutely, you know, I love the discipline. I love the discipline that, you know, dancers have, even though, professionals are professionals but then it's just like athletes athletes are constantly uh whether Tiger Woods you know world's renowned golfer 
he is still practicing and he practices swing twice. He changed. So dancers, athletes, you are constantly practicing to be the best. And then I want to talk now about when you make mistakes on the dance floor in your choreography, do you find that there are opportunities in those mistakes that you make some at some point? Are there any opportunities that you have found? And do you find opportunities in those mistakes? That is a, another uh, psychological and mental kind of level and stage of your professionalism. Because when you are not as professional as uh, as high level dancer, you are taking mistakes as a end of the world, a trouble, drama, and etc. When you get into the point when you are you're high level dancer, not only in your in your physical body movement, but here you're mm -hmm. taking those mistakes as a gift. Advantages advantages a gifts a challenges and something fun to play with right. so for example when we're dancing and we are somehow separated from each other yeah how you developing that separation how you getting back to the couple how you playing that that moment for audience actually not to do you know and be scared after all but to mm. to be a part of that and to really have fun of of oh oh did you see how she get back to him oh what she did oh my god it's like a story it's like you're telling a story exactly exactly uh, i will give you one example for example oh, uh, sure. our routine our routine is like one line yeah and you drew like you uh, draw this line like this yeah and okay today the perfect day and you draw this line perfectly wow it's a perfect straight line but for example we just did some mistake did some mistake and then it's not a line it's already a, the line is and it's much more interactive and interesting than just a straight line straight line mm -hmm. is of course good and amazing mm -hmm. but you know these small mistakes right give there is also um you can say a level of the couple uh by on the competition for example first rounds when all the couples on right uh is the finalists is it high level dancers or it's just some some new partnerships or new kind of dancers to the yeah to this world um so you can see how the finalists or champions they can avoid those new partnerships new couples how they play around with their routines and how they you know they don't care if they mistake in their choreography because no one knows their choreography after all right it's only right. me and him knowing our steps our timings our everything um so and the couples who are new or dancers who are new they're just trying to to be very strict with the their goal. yeah with their steps and if and you can pick up on that you can pick yeah. up on that right yeah hmm. yeah so um and you can see that sometimes if the person needs to open up the head uh, hand they open up like this they don't care i'm sorry they don't care that the behind a person right because the goal is to achieve the routine yeah you know? because they were practicing this hand to go to the side oh it's right. a person 
okay, I don't care. I'm on, I need to open my hand. So yeah, and of course, when you feel your body, when you feel surrounding, uh, like surrounding around you, right? You can play with that. You cannot open that hand. You can close that hand. Right. You can some some like you know. You can make a point of someone and go around. Like there is so many opportunities and there's a lot of playfulness there's a lot of playfulness that happens there is a lot of options that is my point there's a lot of options yeah so that is the another part of um of being open mind mentally prepared and mentally preparing yourself also because you have to be prepared for that and that gives the life in your dance yeah like absolutely the straight line is good but the moment you have these impulses yeah, yeah that's your life that's why it's very important yeah these all right. small mistakes gives a lot because also it shows to the people that you are still human you're not a raw like a machine that's true yeah. that's true that's, that's true and mm-hmm. that's very important to be a human you know and human make mistakes that's it that's our life and and you just need to kind of be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, well, you know, it does. And you have to, and you know, that's what I like about dance, because it's more, it's always playful. You guys, you know, you, you are dance to playful. They know how that play comes in into play and how you both. So it's a story. You're creating a story for your audience. I absolutely love this conversation, both of you. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been such an enlightening conversation. absolutely love it. And I always wanted to know how dancers, I was always curious to know how do partnerships happen? How do dancers find each other? Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing your amazing journey. And friends, we have come to the end of the show, but we I'm so grateful to talk to Valentin Varanoff and Anna Palipenko, my good friends. I've known I've known Anna for ages. How long have we known each other, Anna? I think for like nine years or something. And yeah. I've always supported Anna in all her competitions, in every competition. And I am so grateful to be part of their journey now. I can look, I'm looking forward to what they, what's going to come next. What is coming next? Your final question. What is coming next? What, what is your next chapter before I let you go? What is your next chapter? And what does it look like? For now, for now, we are really enjoying dancing with together with each other. And we want to have a chapter of competitions of dancing together and show the right. people our story, our partnership, our Especially- vision after we have like so big break with the COVID, you know, yes. we just yes. need to fulfill the years. Uh, and we have so much, uh, so big amount of energy inside. Of so us. much to share, yes. we want to share, yes. Exactly, well, uh, no doubt. Chapter, yes, our chapter for now is, 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 is dancing. Yeah, we would like to call it performance and dancing, yeah. Well, no doubt you both are just going to do amazing. And every competition, you know, you always, always bring out your best. I've seen, I've seen your dancing. I've seen your performances that you have performed at in any any competitions in the past nine years that I've got, we've gotten to know each other. But you guys, you both are just absolutely amazing, phenomenal. Uh, 
you know, friends, follow Anna and Valentin, follow them. Where can people find you? How can people follow you? How can we be of service to you? We have... Um... We have social media. It's very easy to uh, find us. Uh, it's uh, in the Instagram, it's just Warn of Pilipenka. And TikTok is also saying Warn of Pilipenka. In the Facebook, you just uh, can find us like uh, Valentin Warnoff and Anna Pilipenka. If you want some, uh, YouTube is saying Valentin Warnoff and <laughs> Anna Pilipenka. But usually we are more in Instagram and TikTok. That's why just follow us and enjoy our journey. We yeah. love to share. Yes. Friends, follow them. Follow both of them. They are just phenomenal. I mean, you know, I've seen some of their moves on TikTok. They just blow my mind. I, they will blow you away. So friends, follow them. Friends, thank you so much for joining today's show. Thank you for watching episode 36 of Ask the Experts with Alka. And I'm going to bring on phenomenal guests, phenomenal entrepreneurs. On Monday, I have Dr. Clyde Rivers coming on. And I'm so excited to talk to him about his journey being knighted as Sir Clyde Rivers. So stay tuned for more episodes to come. And I look forward to chatting with you all very soon. Thank you for now. Bye.